Welcome to the Course Change Podcast. My name is Thor Chalgren, and every week I love sharing with you stories of people who have made a dramatic career change. We talk about the challenges they faced, the lessons they learned, and the success they found on their own unique journey. Over the course of my own life, I've worked in multiple industries, from startups to corporations. A common factor in my work experience, the ability to adapt to change. If you're looking for insights and inspiration to thrive during change, you'll be glad you listened. Imagine for a moment you are walking into a bank. You're not going to stop at the ATM because you are going into the bank because you are going to see a teller. You have a big project that you are working on. And for this project, you are going to need money to make it happen. A lot of money. So you are going in to get a cashier's check. You go to the window and the teller looks up your account and says, you don't have any money in your account. Your bank account is empty. That project that you wanted to advance forward is now not going to move anywhere because you didn't have money in your account. Now, this story isn't actually about money, physical money. I'm talking about an asset that you already have, but you just don't know that you have it. And that asset are your past successes, the things in your life that you've succeeded at. Let's call that your success bank. The success bank is where you store all the things that you've been successful at in your life, your past successes, the things you did well, your victories, your successes. In today's episode, I want to share with you what you put into your success bank and when you make withdrawals. I appreciate you being here today on the podcast. This is something that matters to me because I recently was thinking back to times in my life when I've been successful at something, and I'll share with you the reason why I went into that. And I'll tell you, I was surprised by the number of times I had done something that I was successful at, and I'd forgotten about them. Honestly, most of us, it's way easier for us to think about the times in life where we haven't been successful, where we haven't done something. We have such an easy recall with our failures in life compared to our successes. So what I want to do today is talk about a process where you can go back and look at the times in your life where you have been successful and you'll have much easier access to them. The reason this matters to you is that you don't want to show up at the bank and discover that you have no money or in this case, no success examples in your life. You want to be able to have a bank account that is full of those stories. You want to be able to make a withdrawal when you need to, or if someone says, prove to me that you can do what you say you can do, you want to be able to point to those moments, those examples. So we're going to talk about the withdrawals later, but first let's talk about how you fill the account. How do you make deposits into your success bank? You make deposits by recalling and documenting times in your life that you did something successful. And ideally, this time or event should relate to the project or the goal that you are currently working on. Let me give you an example. Let's say I am working to build an online business. It's something I've never done before. It's new. It's scary. And I don't know if I can do it. You know, I might say to myself things like, I don't know, I don't think I can do this. This is beyond my ability to bring about. 
because I've never done it. But what if I had a reference to something in my past where I did something similar that I can now draw on that experience and use that confidence to bolster my current endeavor? So in my case, as I look at my life, I can find multiple examples where I succeeded as an entrepreneur in a business that I built from scratch. One example was when I was an undergrad at UCLA. I was in my second year and I started a business with a friend. We were in the dorms on a floor with about maybe 50, 60 other people on the floor. We all became friends during the year. At the end of the year, everyone wanted a way to remember each other. But this was way before digital pictures or cell phones, way, way before. (laughs) Back to the Future of the Movie was still five years in the future. So my friend and I came up with an idea. What if we rented a professional camera, all the equipment, the lighting, everything that it would take to take a group picture of everyone on the floor? We took that picture, then made prints, which we would then sell. This was how we created a business that we called Floor Pictures. We were very successful with this. We had all four of the major dormitories at UCLA signed up. They agreed to let us come in, take pictures, and then sell those pictures to everyone on the floor. This business ended up being so successful that after we were done with it, we sold it to somebody else. And I did all of this when I was 20 years old. And again, I did this with my business partner. This is an example of me successfully building a business from scratch. I identified a need, I built the business, I ran it, then sold it. If I had any doubts now about my ability to start a business that didn't exist before, all I need to do is recall this experience. So this is what I mean by making a deposit. I'm going to take that story and put it into my success bank. Now, it's not enough to just recall this time. You want to document it. If you're making a bank deposit, use a deposit slip. So what I would do here is spend five or 10 minutes recalling the details of this business. Everything I can remember that I did. That's important. That's step one. Step two is asking yourself, what does this prove? What is it an example of? In this case, I could say this story proves that I can identify a market that isn't being served. I can build a business from scratch. It proves that I have vision. Also, I had to negotiate with all the dorms to allow us to come in. So I must be good at negotiating. Also, I'm good at sales. We had to go floor to floor and talk about the opportunity and get hundreds, probably thousands of people to buy a picture. And finally, we had to deliver. We had to be good at the logistics of taking the pictures, taking the orders, printing them, and then delivering them. So that was a logistical thing that I was good at. So now I have examples of what this proves. So now what I would do is create several versions of this story so that I can use those versions in the right context. If I need, for instance, a one-sentence version, I've got that. So I would take this whole story and I would distill it down to one sentence. If the opportunity calls for more information, maybe I've got a two or three sentence version. I'd take some time to write down both of those. This is what I'm putting into the bank. This is the deposit. So when do I make withdrawals? Well, there are two occasions. The first I just mentioned, if someone asks me to show that I can do something, 
or I want to prove that I have a quality, I can make a withdrawal because I've got that memory of what I did. So in the case of the floor pictures business, let's say someone asks me for an example of a time in my life that I started a business. I could say to them something like this. When I was 19 years old, I co-founded a photography business at UCLA where my partner and I took group pictures of dorm residents. We sold thousands of eight by tens and sold the business to a successor. That's one sentence. If I ever need to show someone that I can do something, I've got that sentence ready to go. It's a nice, succinct story that I can use in any context. Now, the reason you would want a longer version is if someone says, tell me more about that. You've intrigued them enough that they want to know more. So now you can share further details about the business. In fact, I might even, the last part about selling the business, I might leave that as a follow-up. The second way you'll use this withdrawal is more personal. Whenever you are challenged by something or you're struggling, you can refer back to this experience. So if I doubt my ability to get a business off the ground, I can recall this story. I could say to myself, you know what? I'm the guy who at 19 built a business from scratch. I negotiated, I sold, I handled fulfillment. I did it all and I was so successful that I sold it. So my recommendation to you this week is to think back to your life and look for moments where you succeeded at something. We all have them. And don't say you don't because you certainly do. There's something that you did that you were good at. Maybe it was in school. Maybe it was your first job. Maybe it was a relationship. Something you did where you look back on it and you were proud of what you were able to accomplish. So pick one story this week. Take five or 10 minutes and just write down the details of what you remember. It doesn't have to be in any order. It doesn't have to be right, but just write down as much as you can remember. What you're doing is creating as much detail as you can so that when you share this story with others, you're able to tell it convincingly. So write down everything that you remember and then also start to look at what does it prove? What qualities did you demonstrate in that moment, that event that show what you can do now? So like in my case, it showed that I was capable at negotiating. It showed I was capable at sales, that I could start a business from scratch. So you want to write down everything that it proves. And the reason this is valuable is there are going to be moments when you need to prove that you can do something. In a recent podcast episode with John Livesey, who is a top sales speaker, John talked about the work that he did with a client where the client had to go into some venture capitalists and wanted to convince them that he had perseverance, that he could stick with it. Well, he can say, I persevere, I stick with things, but that doesn't have the same value as when you tell a story. So John helped this client go back to his life and find a time in his life where he persevered at something. And in his case, it was a rite of passage he went through as a young man where his family put him in the Amazon where the family had grown up and he had to survive on his own. He could tell that story in a convincing way and say at the end, this shows I can persevere. I can go from the Amazon jungle to the concrete jungle. So you can see how that story for him was helpful. It would help him not only know his own capability so that when he needed that confidence, he could look back at it and go, I'm the guy who survived the Amazon, 
but it also helped him when he was in situations where he needed to convince a partner or an investor or someone else to believe he had the ability to do what he was going to do. So you're going to have your story, you're going to have what it proves, and then write down different versions of it of varying lengths. Try one where it's a sentence or two. Try one where it's longer because you never know when you're going to have more of an opportunity to share with people. Another point from the interview with John Livesey is you want to leave people wanting more. You want to create a sense of mystery, a question in the mind of the listener. So you might, in the telling of your story, leave off something that entices them to want to know more, to ask another question. Well, how did you do that? They want to know more so that it creates the sense of conversation. So this week, take one story from your life, do this, write it down, and see how you feel about that. If you are in the middle of a challenge right now and you want to remind yourself of who you are and what you're capable of, I think you'll find that this exercise is going to give you that confidence to get through those challenging moments. And honestly, if you do this one story a week, how many stories will you have in a year? Your bank is going to be filled with so many stories that a year from now, the person who has gone back in his life and thought about all the things that you did, you are going to have so much more confidence, not only for yourself, but when you go out and you work with other people, and now you have these moments that you can share with them, you're going to be unstoppable. So I encourage you this week to think about starting to fill up your success bank. Hey, I appreciate you guys listening today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to the show and also consider leaving a review on Apple Podcast. Until next episode, thanks again for listening and here's to your success. All right. Thanks for listening to the Course Change Podcast. If you like this episode, I would be incredibly grateful to you if you jump over to the Apple Podcasts app and leave a five-star written review. This one simple act will help others find the show and build a community of people who support each other. You can always find me on Instagram, at Thor Chalgren. Send me a DM and let me know what you thought. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, here's to your success.